You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al Jerry. Uh, well, the holiday is over. Thanksgiving uh, here and gone. Now we kind of motor towards Christmas. And I know Al spent the weekend at the mall with the Black Friday sales, right, sir? I did not. I actually did oh. go out, though. I went to, of all places, Home Goods on a uh, Black Friday. I but like it was, Home Goods. I had heard in the in the past that uh, Black Friday is only a disaster in the morning. In the morning part. Right. We went at like 1 and 2 in the afternoon. It was like a regular Saturday there. Yes. Which I like, was fine. I like going in the evening. Quiet. Yeah, I discovered something interesting there. Um, uh, Gina was looking for pillows, and they have a, a coconut-scented pillow. Really? Yeah. Well, I did not buy neat. one because I don't think I want my head to smell like a coconut when I woke Could up. Could smell worse. Could be worse, but uh, yeah, it was not terrible. And uh, today, Jerry, is Cyber Monday. Yes. Which, which sounds sexual to me because we used to say cyber sex like back in the day when people would uh, cyber sex each other. I've never even thought of that. So every time I hear Cyber Monday, here's what I think. Black Friday sounds racist. Cyber Monday sounds sexual. I just want to get beyond those days and then I'll be fine. I think most people have. I think it's just you. Oh, just I'm hung up on it. Pretty much. Here's what I want to know about Cyber Monday. And I actually put this on Twitter about eight minutes ago. Oh, so it's funny you bring it up. I don't get it. Like... Everything I've seen, and you know, we all have email addresses and companies. We sure they do. have a, right? We're on mailing lists, so we get we're bombarded with emails about deals and specials. And so I'm not gonna lie to you. I talked to my wife yesterday about we went to the mall in the morning yesterday. Uh I missed the first quarter of the Giant game, which I had on D V R, but honestly decided not to go back and Smart. watch it. Smart move. Right. Um, so we were freehold mall for a little while yesterday, a couple of hours, and then we were discussing what do we do on Cyber Monday, and we've got some ideas. And I'm like, well, this is going to be awesome. Like, I might be able to get this for like 70% off the Cyber Monday. is going to be all. I have not found one website that's doing anything better than 30%. So my question to you is then, what's the big deal? Well, I guess uh, certain items people don't discount throughout the year. Like, like for example, like iPods and iPhones, th- those generally don't. Or so, like iPads generally don't get discounted. So an iPad you're telling me is discounted today? Maybe I'm not sure, but maybe it, it's it's normally good for things like that. Okay, because I there are specific things I'm looking for for my kids. Right. That I can get any day of the week. Now I need you to look out for something, whether it's Cyber Monday or any day of the week, as you're mentioning uh, things for kids. Uh, my niece needs a Hatchimal. Right. Which is the hot new toy? It's a uh, it's a, it's a uh, joke, is what it is. It's a toy in an egg, and it hatches itself, yeah. and then it has the personality of a uh, of a, a newborn, a toddler, and a kid. Right. It looks like some sort of penguin type thing. So I need one of those. 
you could pick me up a, well, a Hatchimal. No, but I'll give you, you just go to eBay, Allie, they're selling for about $175. No, I need it for a regular price. Not going to find it's it. It's got to be someone working Matter out of fact, Toys R Us. I went to Target yesterday morning at about 7 a.m. because I get up early and I had to get some things, and there's a big sign on the door. We do not have Hatchimals, mm-hmm. or there's some Nintendo Wii game, I guess that's hot right now, that they were out of. There's a big sign basically saying, don't come in here and ask us because we ain't got them. I want to buy a whole box of them, and then I'm going to go on eBay. You're about a month. You could have done that a month ago. Oh, I could have bought Hatchimals? All over eBay. Seriously, I think 150 is about the lowest price you're going to find them for. Hmm. I'm sure someone will tweet at us a link, someone selling one for $75. Is there a knockoff Hatchimal? Like, can we start making Hatchimals ourselves? Generic brands? What you is just get your nieces or nephews uh, Danimals. That's yogurt. And just be like, Hatchimal, Danimal. Isn't it the or same? Or how about this? Give them an actual egg because that'll eventually hatch to a real chick, right? And then it's a real hatchable animal. Awesome. That would be kind of awesome. cool. But then again, now your sister will have, you know, real, real animals chicks in the house, running so around. Chicks running around and making weird noises and everything. It's kind of strange, don't you think? Mm. You ever wonder how, like, Cabbage Patch Kids back in the day took off? Very popular. Like, how does something like this all of a sudden explode? Yeah, I don't know. The Cabbage Patch Kids were adorable. That's how that exploded, Jerry. They had little faces that no, looked like cabbage weren't. heads. They were ugly. Well, some of them were ugly. And then they had Cabbage Patch prem- Preemies. They were premature tiny babies. Is that true? I yeah. don't remember that. Uh, all the uh, Cabbage Patch Kids had their own name and birth date and birthplace and all that stuff. So that was uh, very unique items. I have one for you here, just My- because we're sitting here. Oh, a Hatchimal. I can get you a two-pack. Two Hatchimals. Yes, for three hundred and fifteen dollars. That's that the seems, latest bid. What if I bought that now, right? Mm-hmm. Kept one and then waited till just before Christmas. You might be able to get five hundred dollars to a rich person. L- legitimately, you might be able to get five hundred bucks for it. I'm not even joking. So I'm looking anyone, at these right now. Yeah, I mean, here's one. There's one up for one hundred and twenty-two dollars, and the bid just ended now. So the twenty-third bid. Has taken it for one twenty two. You could have bought that and made money on that. All right, on that Hatchimal. Uh, I'm hoping someone in the audience still has one for me. Uh, just like we called out the other day, wondering if there was anyone in Georgia listening yes. to the podcast, and a, a gentleman who uh, at the dome who works at the Georgia Dome. He, how about this? He writes articles for the Falcons program. Yeah, I saw that. And then he also has to put them on the seats. Yes, that so seems like full a lot service. of work. Full service. How many, how many seats are there? 80,000? He has 80,000. But I said to him, I go, just think, you know, all those people now have your writing in their hands. Right, but not, not everybody's reading it. No, it would be great is if he could put, uh, I don't know, people still use cassettes or MP3 or uh, memory sticks of this podcast on everyone's seat in the in the dome. Our numbers like would idea. go up. That would be kind of cool. Or just tell them where to put a link. Or if he could just slip, like make photocopies of a link to the podcast right. and slip one in each program. That'd be awesome. Or you could just write it into the story. Or how about this? We get he probably knows the guy who runs the jumbotron in there, puts it up there during the game. Right. I think we'd have to pay for that though. No, but if we know the guy. I don't think we know the cheaper. guy that runs the electronics at the Georgia Dome. Oh. Well, I do now. I well, I know the guy who runs the programs. Right. You know the guy that puts the programs on the seats. And writes in the programs. And writes. And he seems like a good dude. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're burning through topics here. Uh, so Saturday. Yes. Now, I am not a big fan of dropping my car off at a dealership. The prices, I'm well aware, are inflated. But the guy I used to use no longer is where I used to go. And I, I will not go back. I trusted him immensely. I don't trust mechanics because I've worked in garages. I see what goes on. 
I don't. And so anybody out there, I'm actually looking for an honest mechanic. That would be great okay. if we could find a mechanic who also has a Hatchimal. That'd yeah, be that awesome. would be even better. Maybe yeah. give me a well. Th- this will go to my story. Maybe if they would have given me a Hatchimal, I would have been happier. Perfect. So I drop. I have had. I knew I needed brakes. I needed an oil change, and it's been tough getting the car somewhere because I got kids. I'm running around. I can't just drop the car off at a shop and then be carless. So I bit the bullet. I said I'm going to go to the dealership because I know they'll give me a loaner car. I know it's going to be a little bit more money, but it's worth it. So I dropped the car off Saturday morning. They're like, what time can you be here Saturday? Saturdays are busy. I said, what time do you open? They said 6.30. I was there at 6.28 waiting. Did you need four brakes? I wasn't aware that I needed brakes on okay. front and rear. Oh, you're just dropping off for an oil change. I thought I knew I needed rear brakes. Oh, got it. So I was I was dropping it off for brakes and an oil change. Turned out they called me and said, uh, yeah, you really need brakes on both. And they and I, I'm good with that. I felt it. The car needed brakes. All good, no problem. Here's my problem. I then got, I said, and we're doing the oil change too. I said, do me a favor. Can you put, please put wipers on as well? I would like the new wipers, which wow. I got, which is awesome, right? New wipers is the best. It's great. It's like such a simple little thing, and it gives you such great joy Pleasure. when you're driving in the rain. You you wanted to rain today, Jerry. That's I, how much you love your new wiper blades. I'm excited for Tuesday with a 100% precipitation Perfect. in the forecast. Here's the problem I run into. I get the phone call at 1030. They've had the car for four hours. I'm like, wow, car is done. This is awesome. I know, sir, um, you need both brakes done. Oh, fine. If that's what it is, do the brakes. All good. And rotors? Did you need rotors, Jerry? It's all part of it. Here's what I didn't like. Oh, there's one other thing, sir. Uh, when test driving the vehicle, the car is pulling and it needs a new alignment. Ooh, little alignment. Blah, 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 to which I listened and waited. I said, are we finished? He goes, yes. Yeah. So should we go ahead and do that? I said, well, I have a problem with that. He goes, why is that? I said, it was just aligned six weeks ago when I got brand new tires, which is why the tread on the rear are so much better than the tread on the front. And we rotate, or however they did it, front, back, whatever, to where I was greeted with silence on the other end. I caught the sons of bitches in a lie. That bothers me. Oh, and before I did that, I asked him how much that would be. He said, well, the whole the whole job we can do for 1040 plus tax. I'm like, 1040? I'm like, how much are the brakes? He said, well, it's going to be this, but with the alignment that we strongly suggest, it's going to be another $140 or whatever the hell it was. That's when I told him that we need it. I'm you're, I'm paying you a thousand dollars already or nine hundred bucks. So what'd you get done? I got the brakes done and I got the oil change done and the wipers. There's no way I was doing a line. I just got new tires and and had the car aligned four weeks ago. So five were you weeks ago. under one thousand dollars? No, with tax it came to ten oh nine, I believe, nice. or ten oh eight. That forget. sounds pricey. Maybe no, nine ninety one. That's what it was. Nine ninety one. Nine hundred ninety one dollars. But as when I went there and went to pay for it. Because I, I wasn't aware of what the price would be total. And when the girl, she's like, oh, it's $991. I'm like, oh. I'm like, is that all? She, very friendly and very clever. She goes, yes, but we did give you a car wash. That was nice. I said, well, that's great. And we vacuumed it for as nine, well. No, they didn't vacuum Oh, it. not a vacuum. No, but for $991, they washed the car, and it did come out nice. Hmm. All so, right. And well, I know you, something. I know you used the dealership to I have do. your car serviced. I, I need to, I need to find a real I got to find a mechanic that I can trust. A real I mechanic can't do this anymore. I don't mind the dealership. I know uh, I don't know. They give me free oil changes at my dealership, so I go there. I'm fine. Yeah, but I don't. Go I spent nine hundred ninety one dollars. You know what that job's worth? Six hundred max, max. 
And if you guys are out there and you're a mechanic, tell me I'm even more crazy. Tell me it's a $400 job. It's not $1,000 for what I had done. I don't care that they gave me a rental car and washed my car. Maybe you Come got on. special brakes. Super uh, what, made special out of titanium? Brakes. Yeah, like now when you break, you really will break. No, come on. So that's why I don't like going to dealerships. Oh. And that's what happened Saturday. You're out I for that. Them. I caught them. Ow. Well, you kind of caught them. No, no, I caught them. They, you still paid $1,000. I knew I was going to get destroyed for the brakes. Right. I didn't need the extra hundred and something dollars on top of it. That was not necessary. Imagine on your ride home today, it starts pulling to the right. Then no, I wouldn't because I've driven the car three times since then. It's not pulling. Oh, it's, so it's fine. So they made it up, mm. and they were just trying to get me for something else to rotate the tires. I'll do that sometimes when I'm driving home on, like, a smooth surface. I'll just let go of the wheel and to see. see where it goes. Yeah. And any car that I've had that I bought new myself that I've kept for a while, I've never. it's never pulled. Yeah, I never had it either. But I know, like, when I was a kid, well, my first couple of cars, the used cars I had, those things used to be, like, sometimes I'd be fighting fighting well, be, just to go straight because most people won't have that done they'll never get the um they'll never get the tires aligned and all that goes into it and all that so that kind of now i had a truck that got hit and that thing was pulled you talk about fighting it that was not easy that sucked but whatever if you could make a choice jerry you would have a mechanic that you trust or a hatchimal what would you take right now uh, well, I don't really have any interest in a Hatchimal. Oh, your kids are not interested in Not that. even the least bit. They're uh, boys, and they're over that. Not even uh, an ounce. So I'll take the Honest Mechanic. Okay, Honest Mechanic. For the record, I will go uh, Dishonest Mechanic with a Hatchimal. Because I need... They're not your kids. I know, but I, I like to be the cool uncle. You're a fool. I want to be the cool uncle, Jerry. You are the cool uncle. For one uncle. time, I want to be the cool uncle. You're bold up and you with play a... the piano and the guitar. You're the cool uncle. I want to show up with a Hatchimal. Right. And just be like... Show show my show my sister who is the, the my niece's parents. That's the way that works. I want to show that I could get better gifts than her own mother. I like it, Jerry. I may not be able to find a Hatchimal for my niece for uh, Christmas, but I do have a great idea uh, to get other people on my list. Hard to get people on my list. I have an idea of what to get them. Omaha steaks. Love it. This first came to my attention a number of years ago when I worked at the CBS Radio corporate offices. And my boss at the time sent us, the staff, Omaha Steaks. And then I immediately stole that idea the next year for my Christmas gifts. Because it's a great gift for especially people who you think have everything. Yes. Like I got it for Boomer and Craig the first year we were here. And then the second year we were here. Um, and we just got a delivery from Omaha Steaks since awesome. we were going to be talking about them. Here's the best part about them. Like I got the, uh, I was eating the chicken. Yeah. Which, by the way, which should come in perfect portion size. They're vacuum-packed, which means, you know, when I go to the store and buy chicken, you get it in the big package. Now yeah. I'm handling all this chicken and trying to cut it up into the right portions. Disgusting. Omaha Steaks, Jerry. That's where it's at for gift-giving season. And I give myself a gift, the gift of chicken and steak. <laughs> well, you know what I made the other night? The Because there's so much, and Al will run down what's in the package, which I is sure phenomenal, will. by the way. I made kielbasa and peppers the other night. It was phenomenal. Even my six-year-old loved it. I mean, it was awesome. Would you call yourself the kielbasa king? No, I would not. You would not. I would not. Maybe oh, Omaha right. Steaks can call themselves that because it is awesome. So check this out, Jerry. For what's the price on this? $49.99. So How? this is an under $50 gift. Right. Check out what you can get and t uh, send to someone for $49.99. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, 
two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, which you love, Jerry, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs. Which are phenomenal, by the way. I made those two. And how about this, Jerry? Four potatoes all gratin. Yes. Uh, four caramel apple tartlets. One Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional kielbasa sausages for free. Here's what you're going to want to do. This is 77% off their usual price. Go to omahasteaks.com. You're going to use the promo code POST. Not post game. Post. I don't think they could fit post game, Jerry. Right. Post. Do you hear me, people? I think you said post. Yeah, post. But here's what you do. Get them for, in particular, the guys on your list that you have no idea what to get, dudes. Guys like meat. Yeah, and then order yourself one. Because then your fridge will be full of meat. Yeah. And like Jerry says, kielbasa. All right? OmahaSteaks.com, promo code POST. (laughs) Here's another thing that's a big hit this uh, Christmas season. Uh, Pickle-flavored candy canes. What do you think about that? It does sound disgusting. It does not sound good. But then again, back in the day when someone... First mention, put pineapples and ham on your pizza. I thought I wanted to vomit, and then I ate it, and I loved it. So you loved maybe it. this would be great. This uh, They say it has a very subtle pickle flavor, and it's become a big hit on, uh, I think, Amazon selling a lot of them this year. Is it the sweet jerkin or gherkin? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says or pickle. Dill. It just says pickle flavor, Jerry. It's, it's a, a, a hint of pickle. A hint of pickle flavored. And then you and I both saw this story but earlier I do love today. the way you snuck in the Amazon there. I mean, you're, you've become an Amazon whore <laughs> in the last three weeks. <laughs> I'm not leaving the house. I'm going to Amazon. I'm ordering steaks. I see that. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ever leaving the house again. You brought this to my attention, and I also saw this today. That's how you know it's a big story. Uh, Japan. I guess they have Domino's Pizza over there in Japan. Apparently so. I saw this. I actually saw this on the news. I'm a little confused by this. Maybe you can help. Uh, Domino's Pizza in Japan is testing out delivery by reindeer. (laughs) I don't think you're getting it in 30 minutes or less. They're putting pizzas on the backs of reindeer that do not have a human with them. So I don't know how the reindeer knows what, where to drop it off at. Where do they take the pizza? I don't know the answer to that because I was watching the video this morning yeah. and the vi- it's actually comical. There are two guys trying to saddle up the reindeer with like this oven device on the back with yeah, the like a pizza warmer. in it. And every time they let the reindeer go, it fell off mm-hmm. or the reindeer would buck it off. And it wants no, I don't, is there like a GPS chip in the reindeer? I I don't get it. Well, the article I have here says a video posted to YouTube by Domino's Japan shows the reindeer deliveries and how they would work using a GPS tracker to follow the progress of the deliveries. The video reveals the plan still has some kinks, such as ensuring the pizza warmers remain affixed to the reindeer. Right. And preventing the animals from wandering dangerously into roads. No. I mean, this might be the dumbest story this side of Amazon with drone shipping. Are we sure this isn't a joke? Like, it's this not a joke. Real? It was on the news. It was legitimately was the on real the news, news this morning. I, if you're telling me it's a joke, I'm all for it because it looked like a joke. But I saw it on CBS or ABC or NBC. I forget which one it was this morning. Like, they did a legit story on this. And these two fools are trying to strap. Think about this. How does this make any sense that it's, that it's for real? We're talking about a dumb animal. Right. 
are we strapping a Garmin to its face? Yeah, how Turn does it left. know? Yeah, how does it know how to go? How does it know where to stop? How does it know what door to go to? And there's no way you could pay cash for your pizza because donkeys don't know how to give. Uh, oh, it's change. a reindeer. It's not a donkey. And reindeer how does the no reindeer idea. know to open the oven that's strapped to its back to then deliver it to the customer? I think you would. I think what I think if this worked out perfectly, the reindeer would show up to your front door. You would have to be on the lookout for it. Then you would have to remove the pizza from the how oven from its back. How long does it take to get your pizza? <laughs> Four days? I just hey, don't I'd get like how it... pizza knows. Friday at five. Can I put that in now? How does it know where it's going? It doesn't. It has to be... It can't be real. I know I saw the story. It might be. It can't be. Hmm. On tomorrow's podcast, we'll talk about pigs humping your water to your office space. What? That's about as stupid as this is. <laughs> That'd be a great promo, by the way, for the podcast. <laughs> I think that would get people tuned in. And finally, Jerry. Pigs humping or just humping the water? Uh, the, there's that whole thing you just said. You like that. Uh, finally, Jerry, uh, I'm a, a someone who's very annoyed when I go to, in particular, food places that are to go. So, like, you go to a deli, go to a coffee shop. I always feel like I can run those places better than they're currently being run. I know you do. So I finally had enough. Uh, after a couple experiences this weekend that I took to Yelp and I began uh, here we go again. doing Yelp reviews. You did this reviews, in Arizona, didn't you? But I didn't do the Yelp reviews. No, I did not. What did you do in Arizona? I've, I've written to companies directly. Okay. Like I've said, uh, like I I wrote to Rook Coffee right. uh, down the shore. Yes. And uh, they, re- they were nice. They responded back to me. Uh, they gave you a $1 coupon for they a coffee. They gave me a couple bucks. They still have not fixed their problem. So I, I had to go to, uh, I had oh. to, go to Yelp. Uh, I did it to a, a local bagel place. I had to go to Yelp. Wow. That's it. I'm going to Yelp. I went to Yelp for the, uh, the deli near my house in Basking Ridge where they, I wrote them, why do I need to beg you to clean the mayo off the knife before you cut my sandwich? Also, what's the point of wearing one glove when prepping food if you handle the food with both glove hand and a non-glove <laughs> hand? Sure. But I give companies a chance first, Jerry. First, I write to the company. Right. And if I'm not satisfied with my answer, I take to Yelp. Because people do use Yelp reviews, and it's the only way to fight back these companies. And you actually found a woman that loves you. (laughs) She was so excited to see me working out my frustration through Yelp. And she's attractive. Yes. Very nice to me. one of a kind, Mr. Dukes. By the way, (laughs) she had a bad experience at a place, came home, told me, I Yelp reviewed it. So does that working. make you feel good about yourself? It does. <laughs> I felt great because otherwise I, I sit home very angry and frustrated. Why? Can't you just let it go? I'm because I don't understand this... these businesses that don't know how, like their efficiency stinks. Right. Here's the deal. You've got, let's say, 40 more good years left on this earth. That's a lot. Right? Well, you keep yourself in shape. Let's All say right. you've got a solid 40 more years so left. So I've lived to 87. Maybe 45. Okay. I mean, my hope is 100, so let's call That's, it 100. Let's say you got 52 or 53. It's going to be a lot of Yelp reviews in 45 right? years. It's not a lot of time. The way time flies by. Can't you just enjoy life? But this is part of my enjoyment. I enjoy these what? items. But, but to get to the enjoyment, you are horrendously peeved. <laughs> like, you don't have hair. You think it's genetic. You don't have hair because you've brought it upon yourself. Oh, because like you're crazy. My anxieties and stuff. All of it. Oh, oh okay. All people of it. piss you off over the littlest things. Mm-hmm. You get over it, but you stew for hours. Oh, I'm a stewer. Before you then go get all big, bad, and tough on the internet. That's true. And then you feel better about. I'm yourself. a big stewer, Jerry. My advice to you: mm-hmm. 
just relax okay. and enjoy life. I'll try that. It has not seemed to be working. This works much better for me. Right now, we would like you to relax and enjoy the warm-up, Ooh. which is coming up now. It was a good one. Yes. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, welcome back, Al. How was your weekend? Oh, hi, Jerry. Good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I watched your Dallas Cowboys roll to a 10th straight victory. That was, not, by the way, that was actually a really good day of football. Forget that. Just, you got a good first game. The second game was great. And, uh, you know, statistically, and we, I was doing this on the postgame show, you look at the box score of the Cowboy game, and you would sit there and say, wow, how, how bad did the Redskins beat them? Because... Stat-wise, it looked like nothing, and at the same time, the game was never in doubt, which was weird. And then the night game was kind of what it was, and that led us into the weekend and a game that, I'm not going to lie, as I'm watching yesterday, I've got you in the back of my mind saying, this is the type of game the Giants would go out and lose. And I'll say this, if the Browns had any resemblance of an NFL offense, they might have, but my God, the Giants suffocated them, and they stink. The first half, it looked like a preseason game. It was awful. Eli couldn't hit receivers in stride, as they say. Yeah. It was just, it was so boring to watch, it was, too. It was about as bad as you would expect the game to be. The, the Browns look like a winless team, and the Giants, whatever, they're winning games. They're doing what they have to do that's six straight. But they don't look impressive. They, and I was more impressed with the Jet loss than the Giant victory yesterday. But at the end of the day... I mean, a jet loss, it's a loss. Right. doesn't matter how much better they played. The Giants won the game. You realize the Giants right now are the second-best team in the NFC. You've got the Cowboys at 10-1, and one, and with the Seahawks losing yesterday in Tampa, I mean, and talk about the Bucks defense just suffocated Seattle. They're 7-3-1 and one now, and there are the Giants at 8-3. and three. And then everybody else, I think, right, the Falcons, I think, are 7-4 and four when you're looking at the rest of uh, the league. So the Giants, say what you want. From two and three to eight and three, they are in the mix and they will be in the playoffs, or at least very well should be in the playoffs. So now the Browns are 0 12. Yeah. And even worse, RG3 had his wallet stolen uh, during the game. Now, now Mike, he wasn't pickpocketed on the field. I don't right. think the players carry their wallets on. That would them. be weird, too. Yeah. But he and his girlfriend tweeted out yesterday after the game that their wallets were stolen out of their car. Uh, and then, of course, everyone on his Twitter is like, you dope. Why Take your wallet with you. Well, why is there not security around the player's parking well, lot? Well, that's what he said. He said it was the player's parking lot and his wallet was stolen. Yeah, well, that's wrong. That should not happen. And I'm bad. I will leave my wallet in the car many times. Bad job. I don't disagree with you. But I, time to time, have done that. I also sometimes... By the way, RG3 doesn't even play. I would keep my wallet on me. Well, like, he doesn't need it In the back anything. pocket or where my, you know, in the front of my pants. Yeah, but he doesn't need it. And well, he's in sweatpants. Not like he's in cargo pants or jeans. No, so no, he, he's in those. He, I think he's still. Oh, he doesn't dress, right? Because he's right. Not still, yet. Hmm. Yeah, I wear a nice <laughs> you pair of. Wanted to have his wallet, his pants. <laughs> yeah, and his, and his uh, game football pants. pants. <laughs> I'd wear weird. a nice pair of slacks on the sideline. Something <laughs> that my wallet would enhance my wallet look. <laughs> he's out there in a suit. Why? Right. Got to hold the wallet. <laughs> he could hold his girlfriend's purse at this point. He doesn't get in the games. By he's the way, they're saying hurt. he might be back uh, and at least play a game or two at the end. Which, I mean, if you're the Browns. You got to know what you have going forward because it is amazing to watch them play. Defensively, they're not bad. Offensively, every time you kind of figured, you know, here we go, they'd make a big play. Like there was, they had to play over the middle for like 40 or 50 yards to the giant, I want to say the giant 30. And then the next play, a swing pass, minus five. You know, and then J- Jason Pierre-Paul was all over them, too, yesterday. So. He was all over. And then uh, Janoris Jenkins from the Giants. Yeah, this is interesting. He took to Twitter. 
And he actually said some of the things I, I, I don't even know a proper way I could even say what he said. No. So he was very graphic. Yeah. But then he also tweeted, and these were tweets aimed at Terrell Pryor of the Browns. He was essentially saying that all he caught, uh, the only balls he caught were in zone coverage, which I guess, I guess it doesn't Janoris count. Right? Jenkins doesn't yeah. count. Right. But then he tweeted at him, um, quote, uh, you really sucks. Plus other horrendous yeah, other things. Stuff, yes. Then that's, he, that's the la- that's the tamest of them. Then I checked his Twitter this morning, and of course those were gone. Uh, but he did say he did uh, tweet something like, you know, I roll a little different than everybody else. Yeah, but you did take them down, so you kind of don't roll like everybody else. Apparently not. Yeah, Ben McAdoo's got to, you know. What? There's nothing you can something. do about these guys. These clowns Look at Des Bryant. He's tweeting. For, he's tweeting video of Josh Norman like. Ten minutes after the game on Thursday. Yeah, but he didn't write what Janoris Jenkins wrote. No, he didn't. But he said, "I'm going to send out. I'm going to tweet out video through the week to expose this guy. Like, just basically, stay tuned. I'm going to show you this guy's a clown." Well, that's helpful, I think, for the other opponents that are playing the Redskins. I'd be, he's breaking down the tape for you <laughs> on the Twitter. I mean, he's basically showing you how if Dak Prescott could find him down the field, he would have had about 200 yards receiving is what he's showing yes. you. He's got to be one frustrated guy. Only because they're winning, you're happy. But as we'll get into the Brandon Marshall story, your stats are only going to be what they can be based upon who's throwing you the ball. And I know Marshall said something like that after their loss yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I do not have that clip. But I have the quote for you, Jerry. Yes. He said, wide receiver is the only position on the field that depends on someone else for their success. Well, what about, How about the running back? Well, what about Ryan Fitzpatrick's success when you drop balls every week? <laughs> That's exactly right. Right in your gut. <laughs> By the way, it's football. Everybody is dependent on everybody yes. else. Like a running back can't run if those five guys up front don't block for them. It's not exactly. possible. So that's kind of silly. And then if I may ask, Jerry, what is going on with Bill Belichick's hat? All right. So tell your story, and then I'm going to go so back we, two weeks We know you. he cuts the sleeves off his sweatshirts, right? His, A little weird, uh, yes. His gray hoodie sweatshirts cuts those off. Yeah. Yesterday, right from the get-go, he had a lovely winter hat, Patriots, and he cut off the part that flips up over the uh, over your forehead. Like the front flat bill. The front flat yeah. bill, the part that actually keeps your forehead and ears warm. <laughs> He took a scissor to it. All right. So is there not a uh, a um, fashionable hat that the Patriots have that would fit him that he enjoys? I don't think taking Bill Belichick s- cares about fashion. Scissors? Do you think he said, may I have a pair of scissors? Or do you think someone on the team knows, let's cut this guy's hat for him. We know he doesn't like the hat the way it properly fits. I would say someone probably cut it for him. But I will say this is not the first time this has happened. Because if you put in Bill Belichick's hat, oh, this is a Google, thing. This was a headline from <laughs> GQ magazine oh. <laughs> from November fourteenth. What the hell is going on with Belichick's hat? So he's done this before. As the weather gets colder, he grabs a hat and throws. I don't know if the trainer's it. doing it, if someone on the staff is doing it, or he's doing it. But the one that GQ had in the photo, he cut it unevenly. Yeah, well, this was not and done. It was a complete disaster, just like yesterday. Yeah, this was a mess. So this is what he does in the winter. It's very, but you know what? Who cares? They win games. It doesn't matter. He could go out there half nude. It no, doesn't no one, matter. No one even referenced it yesterday during the game. They keep taking shots at him on the sideline. His hat's all sideways. <laughs> He's got weird cuts in it. Because they win. That's why. If they lost, he'd be the bozo on the sideline. 
They win. He's the weird-looking genius. And there's Todd Bowles in a perfectly fitted uh, winter Losing. cap. <laughs> Losing. Losing. And by the way, that's another thing. A lot of the players were asked about his future, and I don't think that's fair. Like, I understand reporters have a job to do. But asking players specifically about their coach's job status and security going forward after they fall to 3-8, and eight, that's just putting guys in a position to say something that's going to either get them in trouble or get a headline to get their coach out. And I didn't think that was fair. And I'm talking about Sheldon Richardson, Brandon Marshall. I listened to a lot of different reports. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. Multiple reporters were asking about Bulls' future. And I don't think that's right. And then we're right back to who's going to quarterback Monday night. Which he wouldn't say. And they play the Colts on Monday. Let me give you two quickies from Sheldon Richardson. All right, I mentioned him. So they ask him, hey, you know, your thoughts about what Brady did again, you know, the comeback. And this is the answer you get from him. Just being Tom Brady. That's it. And then there's like, Four or five seconds of silence. This is Richardson. He gives you nothing. And so then, I guess no one wanted to ask him anything. And then he'd give you this. If y'all don't ask me no questions, it's going to be real short. Doesn't surprise you anymore? Nope. What do you guess? Mm-mm. Like, why ask it, him anything? Exactly. But then he wins. Because if well, he's you, three and eight. He's a loser. No, 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 no. But he wins at this game oh, of not answering anything. And then he can just leave. You want to ask him questions, but it's a waste of time. I would just go, you're three and eight. How about that? (laughs) I will take a quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up next. How about that on the fan? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. A minute and a half before Boomer and Carton come up on the fan. Just quickly, Giants did beat the Browns 27 to 13. Patriots come from behind, beat the Jets 22 to 17. Uh, Last night, I'll say this quickly. The Chiefs beat the Broncos in overtime 30 to 27. I didn't stay up for it. I know you didn't. The game ends at midnight for God's sakes. How about the ending of this game though kansas city scores with 11 seconds yeah but the clock continued to run because the official marks the kid down right at the goal right about the one yard line or so and then you go to overtime they get the two-point conversion they tie it when they were down eight in the with that play and then you've got mcmanus misses from 62 yards out gives kansas city a short field santos goes down and kicks the game winner. And that was after the Raiders had beaten the Panthers in a wild game where you got Derek Carr basically separating his finger or dislocating it, whatever. That AFC West is about as much fun a division there is in football. NFC East is great, too, but the AFC West is awesome. How about uh, Justin Tucker from the Ravens? The guy was all man yesterday. He hit three field goals over 50 yards, and then walked out for his uh, post-game press conference like he owned the place. I will make sure I grab the clips of that. I do like, as the story goes, that uh, he went to his holder before his 57-yarder. Uh, before the ball was snapped, he dusted off the little spot, <laughs> turned to him and says, this is going to be legendary. Legendary. He's a kicker, but he is the best in the league. And three 50-yarders in the first half, I think it was. So pretty good for him. All right, that'll do it for us. Boomer and Carton are coming up in like three seconds on the fan.